Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Friends, we find ourselves at this very end of the Christmas season, this short but very intense time of celebrating the birth of the Lord, the coming of the Savior, Emmanuel, the Messiah, God with us. This Sunday, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. This is that great feast when the three wise men came from the East searching for the Messiah, and they truly find the King. We hear from the Gospel of Matthew what unfolded at that moment. From Matthew chapter 2. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. This opening line of the Sunday's Gospel reveals the, the three wise men's desire to follow the star to its source. They see the light and recognize that it's not the end in itself, but that it's leading them to something greater. The spiritual way of understanding this is, is the importance of us always striving for more, not in a selfish, greedy way, but in a way that opens us up to more. Because with God, there is always more. But we have obstacles in that journey. Let's hear what happens to these three wise men. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went a star that they had been seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. An interesting desire happens here. A desire is manifested from Herod. We hear of his twisted and in evil ways. He, he covers himself with a, a false piety. For the sake of learning from the Magi and from the scribes and the Pharisees where the child is to be born and where the star is at. The Magi share this with them and Herod sends them on the way and says, when you find the king, come back and tell me. Come back and tell me so that I can go and adore the king. That was not his intention at all to adore the king, but rather to kill the king. Herod was only concerned with his ego, with his pride, with more power, with more possessions. Those four common things, power, pleasure, honor, and wealth. Herod was going madly after them. And he saw this new Messiah, the King, the Lord, as a threat to that. But he covered those evil desires with a false piety, 
the wise men, though, were open to the truth of God. And they did not allow Herod to manipulate them, did not allow them to take part in, uh, in his evil ways. What we can take away from this is the importance of taking into consideration our desires and the desires of people around us. Both the wise men and King Herod had the desire to see the king, but for different motives and different intentions. The wise men were seeking to find the king as the culmination and the source of of everything they wanted. Herod wanted to find the king to destroy him. One is for selfish and greedy ways, as I just pointed out, and the other is to open themselves up to even more, to participate in God's great plan. So we take into consideration our own desires and the things that we pursue in life, the things we chase after, the things we want. Do those things make us more greedy, selfish? Are they used as pursuits of power, pleasure, honor, and wealth? Or are they truly stepping stones on the way to the kingdom? Are they tools and instruments that help us to love our brother and love our sister? Let's continue reading for this last part of the gospel. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and did him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. These magi, these three wise men, were scientists, scholars, teachers. They were truly wise and learned men. And through all of their studies, through using all the gifts and talents they had, they they realized that there is still more to learn. And through the pursuit of these natural sciences, they were led to the source of all that is, the very creator, the one who created the creation that they continued to study. The beautiful thing that happens is whenever they get there, enter the house, they see the child and Mary, they kneel down and pay homage. True humility. Brothers and sisters, to, to gain Um, to gain wealth or treasures or talents in life is not a bad thing as long as we remain humble and recognize that those are instruments in our journey towards the kingdom. Those are tools to help us love our brother and sister. They are things that God has given us to love him more. When we have these things in our life, do you kneel down and pay homage to the Lord or do you worship that material thing? follow the star and coming in they kneel down and pay homage what happens next these three wise men open their treasure chests and offer these gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh traditional gifts that were used for kings things that were used in sacrificial offerings and things that were used when people died of course all of these to to point out that Jesus Christ is king that he is the true sacrificial lamb, and that he will die on the cross and rise from the dead. These things prefigure what Christ would do for us. And they were also revelatory that the wise men were willing to give everything back 
everything back to the Lord. The gifts that we've received in life, we were called to give them back to the Lord um, for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of our salvation, for the sake of the salvation of those people around us. And finally, it says they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod and left for their own country by another way. The last thing that these three wise men teach us is, is to not participate in the evil of other people. Whenever other people are doing evil things, we must always respond with love and never participate in their evil, even if that means us going the other way, staying away from them. Sometimes a healthy and holy distance from evil um, or from people that cause us to do evil things is necessary for our salvation. But the point being, they trusted more in God than the king of this world, Herod. So brothers and sisters, we have this beautiful and unique feast of the three wise men who use all their talents to go find the king. And when they find the true king, Jesus, not the king of the world, Herod, but when they find the savior, Jesus, the king, they bow down humbly and give him homage, give him glory and recognize him as Lord and savior. They did not participate in the evil of Herod. This Feast of the Epiphany closes out this time of Christmas. We begin this week, ordinary time, this longest liturgical season of the year, truly a time of journeying and searching. And what a great gift to have the three wise men to give this example of searching and journeying with the Lord and for the Lord. Have a blessed Feast of Epiphany, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.